Hi friends, the marketing engine is about stories, brands, concepts and ideas revolving around marketing. We promise to provide content and trends in an absolutely unfiltered yet interesting way. Let's dive straight into the podcast now. I hope you enjoy your content. For today's episode, we are going to be looking at a yogurt failure. Yes, you heard me right, a yogurt failure. And this yogurt is not from some local company, but from a global brand, a brand you cannot imagine in your wildest dreams. I am talking about Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan launched this yogurt as a joint venture with MD Foods back in 1999. The yogurt was available in a variety of ranges and was created to act as an extension of the brand into the healthy food sector. But this extension only came out to be a very weird marketing lead. Uh, Well, why so? What happened? Come, let's find out. Firstly, there was no brand connect. I guess both you and me will agree on this point. We all think of Cosmopolitan as a fashion and entertainment magazine focusing on the women and not as any other food brand. The extension simply had no connection with the magazine's overall theme. And hence, people were not able to relate the two products together. And such randomness costed the company millions as the yogurt went off the shelf within just 18 months of launch. Well, it is in the audience's hand, they say, to make any product a huge success, which I'm sure most of us agree with. This is where the concept of targeting a brand's core audience comes into picture. Cosmopolitan, being exclusively for women, has a core audience of women between the age group of 17 to 35. The magazine launched its nutritious yogurt line considering women's needs for a healthy and fit lifestyle. But the brand was missing out on many other options. The actual target market for any yogurt selling company would include women, men, children, and the elderly as consumers of the product. So yogurt can't just be sold out to women. The target market that Cosmo was targeting differed from the actual target market. Another fault on the company's end. Come, let's move on to the next reason. Brands make sure that they promote extensively whenever a new product is launched. However, Cosmopolitan did which seemed pretty surprising. It was of the opinion that the name Cosmopolitan was sufficient to convince consumers to buy the new product, but I guess it wasn't much the case. The yogurt turned out to be following the lines of piggyback marketing. Now, you may ask, what's that? The piggyback marketing is adopted by companies wherein two firms form an alliance to to promote each other's complementary products. Like you may say if a car company starts to promote a tire brand. And that's the marketing strategy Cosmopolitan adopted, which ultimately didn't work out in their favor. Pricing their their new yogurt higher compared to its competitors only to justify a product as sophisticated and aspirational was a deficient move on the company's part. This expensive yogurt line left its customers with an overpriced product created by a brand that had almost no credibility in the food industry and much less in the dairy market. 
they risked everything on the magazine's popularity and thought the yogurt would sell on its own. In the attempt to create a glaring product, the company failed to understand its consumers. The company evidently returned unharmed from this failed venture and has since then remained intact to this day. In the end, we just hope that Cosmo and other brands have learned to ask better questions and how to engage the wants, needs and desires of the users they serve through these bizarre disasters. And that's all from our end today. Hope you enjoyed the episode and taking back lots of learnings. Next, we'll be looking at a motor company entering the perfume industry. A very common sight to see, but this experiment was a big failure. Revealing the brand name super soon. Till then, stay tuned and happy listening.